the Radiant Entrepreneur Podcast. Hello, Radiant listeners. Welcome to episode number 10. I'm Diana Lynch, your host. I'm so happy that you're here with us today. I'm really excited to introduce you to um, the interviewee of this episode. Her name is Sarah Finns, and she is um, she's a health coach. She's a certified health coach and a mother of two. Uh, she's received her training at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition in New York City, and she's a certif- um, she's certified by the American Association of Drugless Practitioners. She is awesome. I love talking to Sarah. I had so much fun interviewing her, and I learned so much about her journey and just how she really um, got to this place of, you know, being a health coach, bringing her. Um, expertise and her wisdom as a mother into her practice and just how to show us parents um, how we can eat healthy with our children. And she just has a really cool um, practice and it was really fun to get to know her more and how she fell into this journey and got into it. Um, And it's so cool to see um, how people get here. So I really hope you enjoy this. So sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Sarah, thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. How's your day going today? Great. My day is going well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Thank you. So, you know, the purpose of the podcast is to highlight and interview female entrepreneurs. And so what made you decide to become an entrepreneur? Well, there were a couple of things. Um, when I um, began studying nutrition and really got interested in the topic, um, I wanted to make it uh, more of a career. Um, my background is in corporate. I worked in public accounting for a number of years in mm-hmm. recruiting. And so when I went into nutrition, it was a bit of a career switch for me. And I loved the topic um, and I wanted to pursue it kind of um, – on my own and move away from that cor- corporate environment. Right. And then when I was pregnant with my first child and after she was born, um, I knew that I really didn't want, especially when she was little, to spend a lot of time away from the home and away from her. And I wanted to be around um, and available. And um, being an entrepreneur fit into that well, because of course you need to put the time in, you need to put the work in, you need to meet clients and work with people. However, you can make it sort of around your flexible schedule, right? Um, around your kid's schedule. So for example, when my, um, I have two children. So when my son was born, my younger one, my daughter was in preschool part time and I had gotten, you know, a babysitter for a number of hours to dedicate to work. But aside from that, I could be home with them. Um, and then I could also pursue my business as, I felt that I wanted to and have more control over not only when I worked, but the kind of work that I get to do. So for example, you know, programs I might be working on or, um, courses I'm offering, I have the flexibility to choose the topics and to figure out how I want to work those, um, and how best to support my audience there. So, right. So being an entrepreneur allowed you to have flexibility for your family, but also pursue the topics that interest you the most. Exactly, exactly. You didn't have to conform to whatever 
you know, job you worked for or a company that you worked for, you got to follow and do everything that made you excited and made you happy. Right, right, exactly. And as things change over time, and you know, my passions might move me in other areas, or I can tweak my offerings, and I don't have, you know, a boss or a company telling me that I need to do things a certain way and put out a certain type of product. And it it allows me a lot of flexibility um, to serve my clients the way that I feel that um, they would best receive my support. Right. So what would you say is like, the number one thing like or the number one benefit that you find from being an entrepreneur if you had to choose like the best or you know um the most beneficial thing to being an entrepreneur for you what would that be i think i would have to say that it's the flexibility and the freedom to yeah. make my own hours to choose my own schedule to choose my own offerings to choose my own clients even right. um you know because in in a corporate environment you may need to work with a certain person, you know, in my business, if I don't click with someone or they don't click with me, we don't need to work together if we're not the right, right. fit. Um, but if we do, it's fantastic. And I don't have anyone telling me that I, I can't move forward with that. So the flexibility and the freedom, I think for me have been uh, number one. Awesome. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. It's nice because I have a two year old being able to mm. be home with him you know, like you said, do things on your own schedule, tweak your offerings based on what you're interested in at that time. It's just the flexibility right. that it affords you is like none other. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So can you describe what your business is for the listeners? You mentioned health and wellness, but can you dive into that a little bit more? Yes. Um, so I'm a certified health coach and a culinary nutrition expert. And so what I do broadly is I teach moms to feed themselves and their families better without spending hours in the kitchen or tons of money in the grocery store. So what that entails really is um, teaching people how to make better food choices, um, how to upgrade your, you know, if you're eating a lot of processed food, how to move away from that and eat more of a whole foods diet, uh, how in your family, and also the practical side of how to get that real food on the table. Um, you know, we all have crazy schedules, we all have lots going on. And when you have small kids, especially it's, it's sometimes even more challenging because they're underfoot, you know, you don't have much time, maybe you're doing something in a nap and you, you know, during a nap and you want to get it done quickly. Um, or, you know, as your kids get older, you have a million and one activities that you might be running around to. And how do you fit in getting food on the table and making that a priority? Um, while you're still managing all of these other things. And so I focus a lot on the practical how-tos. So things like um, food prep and meal planning and short recipes, quick recipes, you know, things you can make easily on a weeknight uh, without having to spend, you know, an hour in the kitchen or things you can prep ahead of time, right. you know, that sort of stuff. So they're really practical. And then um, I love... I love just educating really about, you know, I think many of us, myself included, when I began this journey, maybe uh, more than 10 years ago now is when I started kind of my health journey and myself worked with a health coach and it kind of changed my whole mindset around food. And what I found was I didn't know what I didn't know. And I find right. that with a lot of my clients, they really are, um, they're well-meaning, they're motivated, they want to make changes, but they really just don't know how to do it because there's so much conflicting information out there mm -hmm, in the nutrition mm -hmm. world. And it's hard sometimes to make sense of it and figure out what works for you. So, right. um, so yeah, so that's what I focus on um, mainly with my clients. 
Very cool. So that's awesome that you started your journey working with a health coach because it shows your clients like how important it is and how powerful it can be. Because now look at where you're at, you know, just by having gone on your own journey. And it's like, what kind of impact are you making on other people's lives? You know, like your coach made a huge impact on your life. And now, you know, you're making that same impact on other people's lives. And just, I think having a coach yourself or, you know, having had a coach just shows how, um, how amazing you think that it is, which shows your clients like, Oh, well, if my health coach had a health coach, you know, of course Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Like I should totally do this. And I can agree. Like there's so much information online. It's overwhelming because you've got some people saying that this is the best way and this is how you're supposed to do things. And then there's other people saying, no, that's not right. This is how you're supposed to do it. And it's hard Mm -hmm. when you're just, I don't want to say the average person, but the average person, you don't really know, okay, is this really like rooted in science or, you know, like, I don't know. It's just, I find it so conflicting um, for myself personally is just like, am I doing this right? Should I be doing this? Should I not be having peanuts or like, you know, even though I don't have a problem with them, are they bad for me because they might cause a leaky gut or, you know, like there's just so much information. It's like, how do you figure out what I'm supposed to do? And yes how much of each thing you're supposed to have because I think that is you know confusing as well as like oh you need to have x you know your plate should look like this you know Mm -hmm. and it's I don't know I always thought that the food pyramid or Mm -hmm. I don't think I think now they go with a plate or my plate yes you know Mm -hmm. it's just like some of that I'm like really like is that really what it's (laughs) supposed to be like you know (laughs) I don't know I just when I ever I see that I'm like is that really what it's supposed to be like are you sure yeah. that's how you should be advocating for that? You know, um, and doctors, it's not like they have a ton of nutritional training. No, they don't. Um, I was reading somewhere that they maybe have like an hour or two during their whole yeah, isn't that career of learning nutrition information. And it's the type of thing too, where the um, science is always changing. They're always discovering new right. things. Um, and then something else to consider, which is one of the things that I really work on with my clients is um, there's a term called bioindividuality, which basically means that we're all different. We're right. all made up differently. We all have different body types. We all have different backgrounds. We all have different, all of which impacts how food affects you. Um, And again, your health, you you mentioned leaky gut. Some people might have that. Some people may not, you know, and it's, it's all about really finding what works for you. Mm -hmm. So your best friend might've had the best um, experience with going vegan, but for you, you may thrive on more of a paleo type diet and, um, and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm really not a proponent of one specific kind of diet or even following a diet. Right. It's more about a lifestyle change, eating more whole foods, crowding out the bad foods, and just doing more of what works and doing less of what doesn't. Right, right. Not strictly, not dry, but really I help guide my clients through different exercises and different things where as they're eating more whole foods, they learn to pay attention to their bodies and figure out, does this really work for me? Or do I just think it should because that's what so-and-so is doing? Right. And figuring out, you know, for them, what is it that's going to make them feel the best um, and work with their body? Right. I love that. I love that you take the individual into consideration because I think a lot of people don't. They just yeah. think like, 
oh, you need to be vegan or, oh, you need to be paleo or, you know, you need to be this, that or the other. And it's like, well, maybe that works for you, but maybe that doesn't work for me. And I can totally relate to that because I have a few friends that are vegan and I tried, but I just can't do it. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I understand the ethical sense and stuff like that, but you know, I think my body needs meat. Yes. Like and I, I, think- I just can't live. And I think because I like to work out, I need to work out more, but like, I like to lift weights and things. And I know there are vegan athletes out there who are able to do it, but I just don't think I could thrive on a vegan diet right. as much as I would like to because of the sustainability. And I think that for the environment right. and stuff like that. But I also think if we choose more sustainable options on the meat side of things, you know, then Absolutely. You know, we're still doing our part, you know. Absolutely. And I think, too, there's a misconception about, you know, diets that are more heavy on meat being completely meat-centric. Right. Where that's not the case. Exactly. You want to look at meat more of like a condiment, you know. So you're going to have a stir-fry with a ton of vegetables and maybe you throw some diced chicken in there just to kind of, you know, add a little protein. But you still have predominantly vegetables on your plate. Right. So I like to try to look at it that way so that you're not um, thinking of it as I'm going to have a slab of steak with a couple of um, mm-hmm. asparagus pieces on the side. Right, because that's right. not, not going to do you any good anyways. Um, but I agree. Some people thrive on the vegan diet. Um, I've seen it, you know, for mm-hmm. sure. Oh, me too. But also there's many people out there that just, they do not. Right. They do right. not. So yeah. it's really personal. That's awesome. So is what you're doing today, it sounds like it is, but I just want to ask to make sure in case we didn't hit on this, is the business that you're running right now or that you do right now, is that the same as what you originally started with or has it evolved over time? Mostly. It it has evolved a bit over time. And so when I started out, um, I was, you know, had gone through my health coaching certification at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and I started at the time I had two small children and that was kind of my world was figuring out how to feed them, how to feed them properly with crazy because my daughter, my older one, when she was born, I made all her baby food from scratch. I did tons of research. I read all the books, you know, I figured out all the things to do. And when my son was born, that just didn't work anymore because (laughs) I had I I had no time. I was exhausted. It just wasn't working. So I had to figure out how to find a balance there. Um, And back in those days, I taught a lot about making baby food and feeding kids, how to raise, you know, healthy eaters. And I still do that from time to time. But the focus has shifted in recent years more on women and moms and our self-care and feeding ourselves. And I really, truly believe that we need to lead by example Um, And if you make yourself a priority and you get your stuff in order and you work on yourself and you model for your children healthy eating, if they're still eating, you know, mac and cheese and chicken nuggets for a while, so be it. You know, you work and there are strategies to to employ, obviously, so you can encourage them to eat more vegetables. But um, overall, they're going to do in the long term what they see you doing. And so now I find focusing on the moms and the families it's, I really, really enjoy that. And of course, you know, we do touch on the kids too, like I said, but it's more about, um, 
the moms really right now. Yeah, no. And I think that makes sense because I always go back to this analogy of like when you're on an airplane and they tell Mm -hmm. you to put the oxygen mask on yourself before you put it on, you know, either your child or whoever's next to you if they need help. It's like the same with food. If you're not taking care of yourself, how are you going to take care of your family? So true. You know, so so I always go back to that analogy whenever like people talk about, oh, focusing on themselves and things like that. It's like, yeah, it makes sense because if you're not caring about yourself, how can you care about those around you or like your business? You know, if maybe, you know, like for me and my business, like some of it's about like figuring out who you are and what lights you up and that sort of thing. And it's like, that's important because if you can't figure that out for yourself, how are you going to instill that into your children or, you know, your family and help them realize, Oh, you can do this too. Like you can be happy. You don't have to follow, you know, what everyone else is doing, what people think you should do. And it's the same with food. Your kids are going, they're watching what you're doing. And like you said, they may not eat great right now because I know my toddler, he used to eat so well, And then all of a sudden lately, all he wants is crackers and, you know, the little like, um, graham cookies or whatever. And it's like, it's so common at that age. Oh my gosh. You used to eat so well. Like he would eat his, you know, green beans and carrots, no problem. And now it's like such a fight to try to get. And plus he just had surgery to have his Mm. adenoids removed Mm. because they were like completely blocking his nasal passages. So I don't know if maybe his taste buds have changed slightly because now he can smell more. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, great. Now we have to like start all over with trying to get him to like food. <laughs> this is not going to be fun. But I'm hoping it's just a phase and that yeah. soon he'll be back on track with eating the way that he was eating before because I was yeah. pretty proud of how healthy was he was eating. And now I'm like, oh, I'm that I'm that person that's like, okay, just eat a cracker as long as you're happy. Yeah, no, it's really common at that age. I mean, my kids went through it too. It's just, um, I think it has a lot to do with them too, exerting their independence mm-hmm. and figuring out that they can say no. And like, that's an area where <laughs> favorite they word have, right now is no. <laughs> yeah, that's an area where they can have control in a world where they don't have much control otherwise. Right, um, right. And I, and I really feel that if you just keep the modeling going and keep, you know, just keep pushing through, eventually they will come right. around. You know, mine are um, nine and I'm um, sorry, almost nine. So eight and three quarters, she'll tell you, um, <laughs> and six. And they're um, coming, you know, they're on the other side of that. And so I see their palates have broadened a lot over recent years and just back to the type of thing when they were little and they were more open to eating whatever I put right. in front of them. Awesome. Well, that's yeah. good to know. And so you mentioned going from more focus from children and how they're eating to now the parents, and you still have that or the mothers, I should say, and you have that focus, you know, a little bit of the children, obviously. But what prompted you to make that shift? Was it something that you were doing in your own life that prompted you to focus, change your focus? Or was there anything else that kind of made you like you were seeing in the industry or something that this was missing? Or how did you come about to that decision to make the change? It was more of the kind of thing where it just felt like what I needed to be Mm. focusing on. So I... I found that I wasn't as um, fulfilled working on just the kids and speaking about just the kids because I always felt, like you said, like the parent was or the mother was putting themselves last, Mm -hmm. putting their child first and really not taking care of themselves. Um, And I really feel like exactly like you said before, you can't do your job successfully as a parent, as a, you know, 
business owner or as anything, unless you're nourishing yourself. Because right. I think that the number one or one of the number one components of self-care is what you're feeding yourself. Right. Because that's the way you're going to have energy. You're going to feel good. You're going to be able to get through your day. Um, you know, all the things you're going to stay healthy. I mean, right. now during cold and flu season, one of the number one things you can do to keep healthy and keep away from all these germs that are going around is to, to eat lots of vegetables, drink lots of water, get a lot of sleep, um, and, and take care of your body because it'll keep your immune system working properly. So right. it was, I just kept seeing, you know, a pattern where, um, great, we would focus on the kids and that would be wonderful. We'd make some progress, but then, the mother was just was letting herself um, be put on the back burner. And right. so I felt like I just needed to make that shift. And, you know, at the same time, myself, I'm always working to keep my self-care game going. Right. <laughs> so it just felt like a good kind of natural transition. Awesome. I like and that. And it's a slight tweak. Like it's not a huge right, of 360 course, of in course. my business because we still, obviously, the kids, you know, if you're making dinner, you're making dinner for the whole family. Right, so totally. It, it goes hand in hand. It's just shifting the focus to you as opposed to, you know, your children. Right. So. No, I like that. I think, and I think it would speak to a lot of moms too because it's like they know that they're not taking care of themselves. Yes. You know, like I know I'm kind of in that mode right now where it's like, survival mode mm. just like mm -hmm. you know get through the day and it's like I know my health is suffering because of it you know and I'm trying to start focusing on making changes so that way because I want to model for Ethan you know that I'm a healthy example and I need to keep up with him and plus you just feel better when you're taking care of yourself yes. you know yes. and I think for a lot of people myself included it's getting over the guilt of, mm -hmm. like especially when it comes to like going to the gym and things like that it's like moving past the guilt of, oh, I'm taking, I'm not going to be with my family during this time or, you know, well, and I think for some people that in tends to be the problem is like, we just naturally, I think, feel guilty for not being there a hundred percent of the time, but it's like, no, yes. you have to take care of yourself. <laughs> yeah. No, mom guilt is real. Oh, uh, it's, it's, so it's, bad. it's real and it can be oppressive at times. Um, but it's true. If you want to be there for your family in the long term, you need to take care of yourself in the short term and not right. even necessarily your physical health, but your mental health. Right. Too. Right. I mean, you have to do things that make you happy and that make you feel balanced. So that way you can show up as your true self for your family. Right. I, I believe. Do you have like a tip or um, something you tell moms that come to you and like, that's their thing of like, oh, I can't do it because I'm, you know, I feel guilty or and I don't know, is fitness a part of what you're doing as well? Or is it more on the nutrition side? It's more on the nutrition side. I mean, we do touch on goals. Like if someone has certain fitness goals, meaning they want to get to the gym X times a week, right, or they want right. to go to yoga class X times a week, we focus on how to fit that into the schedule. Gotcha. So what I don't do is I wouldn't, you know, give someone a workout plan, right, for exactly. example. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, it, schedule it schedule it in, figure out when it works for you. And if it starts out being just once a week, you know, I have a client who's, she's a single parent. She's got a daughter, um, who's I believe seven and she works full time and it's, um, she's got a really packed schedule. And she, when she started, she said, I think I can only do, you know, this one class, um, while my daughter is in dance, I think it was. So she would, she would go while her daughter was in dance, take the class and then come back, pick her up. And, and she started there and she's built on that, but it was oh. just one place to start, start right. making it a priority, you know, and the same with food, 
schedule in the meal prep. If you take 45 minutes to prep a whole bunch of stuff on a Sunday night, you will have much easier time making good choices over the week. Dinner time during the week will take less time to prepare. Right. Um, and you'll be able to throw something together. Whereas before you might've resorted to takeout because you didn't have anything ready. And right. the thought of washing and chopping all those vegetables after working a full day or dealing with your child for a full day is exhausting. So, right. so those are two tips. Schedule it. Well, I guess it's one tip, but schedule the things that will make your week more, right. more better. Easier. I like that. I need yeah. to get in the habit of doing that. <laughs> yeah. And it's like building a muscle, you know, it's not, and, and there are some weeks where I don't want to do it. Um, but if you do it more often than you don't do it, even that is better than not doing it at all. So. Yeah, totally. Thank you. That's a good tip because I know I struggle with it and I've heard it before to schedule it. And it's like, I am not allowing myself, I think the time to do it. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, I'll put it on my schedule, but then I don't like actually stick to it. So that's right. where I struggle. I need to start focusing on is like, okay, not scheduling it is half the battle. Now I have to actually like, I have to treat it like it's just as important as anything else. Because I think yes. for me, that's what I don't do is I don't treat it as important as everything else. Yes, for sure. And I think that that's where a coach can come in handy too. I mean, I, I work with a lot of people who, who feel similar, like they, they know that they want to do certain things, but just can't get themselves to do it. Right. And we'll check in, you know, on a Sunday, like, how did you do your stuff today? How are you feeling about it? You know, how are you feeling about the week? Mm. Like just at least at the beginning, right? just to get up and running and used to doing those things and willing to just take that extra step to do what they know that they need and want to right. do. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. So, you know, this podcast, as I mentioned, is to highlight entrepreneurs and especially female entrepreneurs and what you're doing. And the focus is really around health and wellness and, you know, um, business, obviously, and different lifestyle topics. But the underlying core of the podcast is that, you know, entrepreneurs are heart centered and conscious. And so what does that mean to you? What does being conscious and heart centered mean to you and in your business? I think for me, it means um, connection. So really being connected to my clients and the people that I work with and the people that take my courses and things like that, and actually not you know, not handing them a program and saying, go and do this. It'll work for you. Mm -hmm. But really connecting with them, getting to know them and teaching them how to listen to their own body and figure out what works for them in the long term. Um, And I think it's a big contrast to, well, in, in most instances, in the corporate environment where you might be going about your job, doing your job to help um, the bottom line of the company. Mm-hmm. But in my business and being an entrepreneur and, and even like my personal self-fulfillment now, I get to be with people and really help people and see their change and their transformation. And then along with that, my change and transformation too. So, right. so that's what that means to me. Right. I like that. It's like operating from that place of service rather yes. than focusing on the bottom line. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I like that. Totally, totally. So why, and I think you kind of touched on this, but if you have more to add, feel free. So why is it important to be that kind of entrepreneur? Mm. 
Um, yes, I did touch on it, but like I was saying, the, the, for me, like the personal fulfillment that I get from that is really, really rewarding. And is one major reason why I went into this work and it's what keeps me doing this Mm -hmm. all these years is that I actually get to see the transformations that people are making. I had a client, um, that I worked with over the summer and I just got a message from her the other day and she had sent me a photo of a whole bunch of meal prepping that she did. And she was like, look, I did this, I did that. I was using these ingredients and this is, you know, what you taught me. And, and it it was after we had stopped working together, you know, and she had graduated my program, so to speak. And, um, that's just super rewarding because it keeps coming back and coming back. Um, and then sometimes it'll happen so far as where people, uh, I've worked with will go back and study nutrition at the Institute for Integrated Nutrition or where I did, um, which is what happened to me when I met, uh, my health coach and worked with her. I was like, this is what I want to do. And that's happened to me on the flip side as well. And so, so yes, so that's, that's so, uh, so rewarding. Yeah. I can so rewarding. Imagine. Very cool. So, you know, how can the listeners find you if they want to work with you or they want to see what you're up to? Where can they find you? Yes. Well, the best place to probably find me um, and find out about me would be on my website, which is sarafins.com. Uh, it's S-A-R-A-F-I-N-S. And also I have a Facebook group called Healthy Food, Healthy Families, which is a group where I'm in a lot of a lot of time and um, we have a lot of good conversation about food and healthy eating and taking care of yourself and feeding your family and all sorts of things. So I'd love for um, your readers to pop over there. If that's something that interests them, I can um, give you the link. Yeah. And, um, and yes, I'm also on Facebook and um, Instagram as well as Sarah Finn's health coaching. So those are the best places to find me. And so what's like one key message or, you know, thought that you want our listeners to walk away with? And also, do you have any upcoming programs or any like free guides you want to share? Sure. Um, Well, I, I think that the number one thing that I want your listeners to walk away with is that you have the knowledge and you have the power. So if you start to pay attention to your body and listen to what it's telling you when you eat certain things or don't eat certain things or get enough sleep or not get enough sleep, you'll be able to hear what you need. You don't need anyone else telling you, do this, do that, do this. Um, You know. And if something doesn't feel right to you, you'll know. Mm -hmm. Um, So listen to your body. Um, And then, of course, you know, like I said before, I think coaching is super helpful to help guide you along, but in actuality, it's all inside of you. So I'd love to, you know, give that message to your readers. And as far as the things that I'm doing, um, in April, I will be running the next round of my five day detox, which is a five day whole food detox. So no supplements or powders or potions or crazy things. It's really, um, real food based. And you get meal plans, shopping lists, recipes. There's a Facebook group for support where I am to help guide you through the, um, awesome. the detox. And it's a great reset or jumpstart for getting back into that healthy lifestyle. So um, more information about that will come out um, in um, 
upcoming weeks. And if you are interested, you can go to my website and sign up um, for my newsletter there and you'll get alerted when, when that's going to be happening. And then I also have a guide that I'm happy to offer uh, to your listeners of 10 easy breakfasts for moms and kids. Cool. Because breakfast is something that people have told me they really, really struggle with. And mm. so I've laid out here recipes for 10 easy breakfasts that you can make I mean, weekdays or make ahead the night before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will give you that link as well. And they can go ahead and download that. that Perfect. So. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm You're I welcome. know I'm gonna definitely look at the easy breakfast because I'm tired of having eggs every day. <laughs> 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 or like making like pancakes or you know, frozen waffles. It's like, yep, okay, it's yep. time to like, <laughs> change things up a little bit and make it a little bit healthier. Um, well, I and I look forward to that idea. detox. I'm going to have to be a part of that because I think my biggest thing is I've gotten off the wagon of eating as many whole foods as I used to. And it's surprisingly hard to get back into it. Yes. And this this week is a great opportunity to kind of jumpstart yourself back yeah, into totally. that. Yeah, totally. Awesome. Cool. So we'll put those links in the show notes so they can find you, find out how to get um, in on that detox, and then also get the link to the download for the breakfast. So thank you so much for being here. So awesome to get to chat with you. And I'm sure our listeners are going to be excited to hear everything you have to say. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Diana. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. I know I really had... Um, a fun time interviewing Sarah and getting to know her better. So thank you so much for that. Stay tuned um, for episode number 11, which will be coming up in a couple weeks. Um, In April, we will be going back to an episode every other week. Um, This month was a little different because we had a special guest. So I appreciate you um, being here and, you know, listening to everything we have to offer If you could uh, please hit that subscribe button, it would greatly help us. Um, And if you could leave us a review, that helps us even more. Um, Let us know what you like, what you don't like, and what you might like to see more of, because that's really helpful for us. And again, I'm Diana Lynch with Radiant Healing and Manifestation. You can find me online on my website, which is www.radianthandm.com. I am on Facebook. Uh, Radiant Healing and Manifestation. I've got a cool Facebook group called um, Radiant Insider Community. So if you're a Radiant Entrepreneur, we would love to have you there trying to grow that community of like-minded women who um, are trying to change the world through their business. Um, So would love to have you join us there. And I'm also on Instagram, uh, Radiant H and M. So you can find me there as well. Um, Look forward to connecting with you. Please, if you have any feedback, would love to hear it. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Mm-hmm.